This episode is brought to you by Southern Elegance Candle Company, where modern values meet Southern charm. Right now, check out their fall and holiday collection with candle scents such as Caramel Latte, Fireside, Sweet Potato and Brown Sugar, and our personal favorite, Orange Spice. This scent is closed wrapped in a citrusy orange essence that takes you all the way back to Grandma's house. This one is sure to be your favorite, just like it is ours. So be sure to visit secandlecode.com and use our promo code CRUX, that's C-R-U-X, for 15% off all regularly priced items. That's secandlecode.com, where they lovingly craft each scent and city combination to elicit a fond memory to whisk you to a place of pure joy. This episode is brought to you by Southern Elegance Candle Company, where modern values meet Southern charm. Right now, check out their fall and holiday collection with candle scents such as Caramel Latte, Fireside, Sweet Potato and Brown Sugar, and our personal favorite, Orange Spice. This scent is closed wrapped in a citrusy orange essence that takes you all the way back to Grandma's house. This one is sure to be your favorite, just like it is ours. So be sure to visit secandlecode.com and use our promo code CRUX, that's C-R-U-X, for 15% off all regularly priced items. That's secandlecode.com, where they lovingly craft each scent and city combination to elicit a fond memory to whisk you to a place of pure joy. Gossip, music, news, entertainment, and... Heated discussions? The DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast. It's your boy, Be Easy. Um, you know what day it is. Well, it, normally we'll put the interviews out on a, on, on a Wednesday, but you know we got Insecure back, so this one's going up on a Tuesday. Um, but, you know, I got somebody with me to interview. Um, uh, uh, recording artist um, and all that. Uh, she, I think she a chef on the low two. Um, she's a, a poet, painter um, But before we get into all of that I gotta make sure I got the right person on So uh, she goes by the name Fever But I wanna make sure I got the right person on, right? So um, check this out So I, so Fever, how you doing? I'm doing great Okay, now I wanna make sure I got the right Fever on Now, <laughs> uh, okay Down South Country Chick Yeah Okay, uh <laughs> Cornbread thick as grits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big fever, no, she lit. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got the right one. Okay. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> all right. All right. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, thanks for having me. Ah, uh, thanks for uh, taking the time out to talk to us today. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm I'm on a little high, so I'm feeling good. Oh yeah, all that feed. I be seeing all that feedback from the music. From the uh, yeah. EP you just dropped. Um, now, for people that are, you know, first time people here on the show, we like to do what I call the fade fives. So, mm-hmm. uh, where I ask you five random things and you give me your favorite one of them. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to start out with one that's, you know, it's slightly controversial here because um, we get a lot of different answers, but mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you your favorite cereal. Okay. Now, my favorite cereal 
is this is gonna sound a little weird. My favorite cereal is 1995 Tricks. 1995 Tricks. <laughs> yeah, because they they don't taste the same anymore. Oh, I heard somebody else say that about the cereals. Okay. Yeah, Tricks doesn't taste the same anymore because it used to be my favorite cereal. So I'm gonna say 95 Tricks. So 96, and... they they switched the game up. 96. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They started doing something a little different. Okay. Um, but frosted frosted flakes is probably my go-to cereal. I don't eat a lot of cereal, but when I do, I just get frosted flakes. Okay. Now, sidebar: Are you a whole milk kind of gal? Are you almond milk? Or I'm a, I do almond milk. Okay. All right. You have for looting over there. All right. <laughs> maybe maybe lactose intolerant. I don't know, but that's your business, no, not ours. You know, it's just <laughs> we all black. Whole milk be a little heavy sometimes to have in the morning. So yeah. oh, okay, all right. But yeah. I cook with it. So yeah, we we've had a the the last few people that I've asked that was like their favorite cereal was a uh, Frosted Flakes. Um, yeah, like I tell Thomas. people, I'm a uh, either a, a um Captain Crunch peanut butter crunch okay. type of nigga. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, you only can go so far with that cause the roof of your mouth will be a little tattered <laughs> afterwards. That is true. So, you know, so then my next go to would be cinnamon toast crunch, but I, I, a lot of, it's a lot of y'all, uh, frosted flakes, a lot of frosted flakers out here. So, yeah. so you're not alone. You're not alone in that. Um, uh, now the second thing I'm going to ask you, since you are a, a recording artist, rapper, mm-hmm. um, your favorite rapper of all time. Of all time, mm-hmm. I thought about this a lot. Okay, I, I'm gonna have to go with Fever, Fever, Fever. No. <laughs> um, okay, Dylan. I want to say, say I'm gonna go with Jay Z just because he has like you get a lot a of cool points. Job of yeah. evolving. Okay, like yeah, like you can you can hear the growth in his music. He gave me everything I needed from when I first started listening to him to now, like. I feel like he's somebody who's like grown into an adult with his music and a lot of, I can't say that about a lot of artists, okay. you know? I mean, that's, that's the same thing I would say. Cause he's my favorite artist of all time too. Um, mm-hmm. and the listeners know that I will slit a throat. Oh, no, nah, I won't do that over Jay-Z. Um, sometimes Jay be doing some shit. I'd be like, God damn, hold what you got going on. But anyway, <laughs> right. Um, now you also cook. I follow you on social media and you mm-hmm. have a, um, uh, uh, like a food what, what would you call it a chef page or food page it's, a, it's, a, it's like a foodies page yeah. for the most part I, I post my food but like if i go to a nice restaurant or something i might plug the restaurant but most of the time it's your your dishes yes so your favorite dish to cook what's your favorite dish to cook mm, i would say my favorite dish is probably um oh the salmon and fried rice, like honey teriyaki salmon, fried rice, grilled zucchini. Mm. That's my favorite. And I want to, yeah. I want to make note of the fact that you did not pronounce the L in salmon, <laughs> which is a point of contention for a lot of people in the world today. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. Yeah. So the salmon, the, the honey teriyaki salmon. Yes. Mm. Fried. Mm. I'm getting hungry already. <laughs> then you got the nice plating skills. See, I, you know, I can cook. You know, my food be tasting good, but it just be mm-hmm. on the plate. It ain't it ain't no rhyme or reason to how I get it on there. It's just on there. 
So you got some nice plating skills. Where do, where do those Thank plating you. skills come from? Food Network. Oh. <laughs> well, also, it's, I think it has a lot to do with me just being a, a artist. So, like, I know I don't I feel like I don't explain this well enough to people, mm-hmm. but like from the way I dress, the things that I paint, the food, like how I plate my food, it's like something in my mind that like relates it to like physically dressing yourself. Mm. Like it's a I don't I don't know how to explain it, but it's like a natural aesthetic in my mind of relating every kind of artistic thing I know how to do to the next thing. So when I'm plating my food, there's like a correlation between that and like how people actually dress, Mm. like making it look a certain way. So, yeah. Yeah. And see my dressing style is black t-shirt and some J's and some jeans fitted in some shades. So I wonder how can I translate that to a plate? <laughs> probably like you just keep it simple but clean you know mm, look you at that you don't need a little drizzle or nothing just yep no drizzles no drip no none drizzle. of that just but <laughs> <laughs> well, since you mentioned uh you know it's you you are liking it to dressing mm-hmm. and i know you're a snazzy dresser <laughs> I do a, little, <laughs> a little something you, know. you got a little drip okay what's your favorite outfit um, my favorite outfit. And you got to ask the clothes because I done seen them. You got a whole <laughs> bunch of clothes. I ain't seen a repeat. My favorite. I would have to say, um, I like a lot of different things. Like I like, like the dress kind of masculine with a feminine touch a lot. Um, but uh, my favorite outfit that I've like worn would probably be, um, homecoming. I want to say 2017. Um, it was this like jumper, this, um, one piece jumpsuit and it was like really sparkly. And I had this like fur jacket that I wore with it and my hair was blonde and I had like a cut. So it was just the whole, the whole thing, whole thing was just like, yeah. You were yeah. in the word, in the words of a uh, pray tell from poles, you was, uh, slaying. Slaying. Absolutely. Okay. You was serving them. Okay. You know, I was serving looks. You oh know? yeah, they, that's what they say. Serve, giving looks, <laughs> serving looks. All right. Now, uh, this one. Now, when you say homecoming, what homecoming? It was your high school, your college. College, Claflin. Oh, Claflin, Claflin University, University in South Carolina, down in Orangeburg. Yeah, shout out Claflin. Shout, well, let's get them. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can. <laughs> maybe we can hit them with a little, little Jamaican air horn. Here we go. There we go. Yeah. And let's hit them with a. <laughs> clue bomb real quick too anyway um now this one your favorite episode of martin okay man i love martin i feel like martin is one of those shows i watch over and over again like i ain't never seen it before mm-hmm. um i'm gonna say my favorite episode is when somebody st- stole his cd player or he thought somebody stole his cd player mm. and they he dressed up like new jack city like nino brown yeah yeah with yeah. a dog, that's probably my, one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, that's that's how on a lot of people's list. You mean nobody yeah. ain't seen nothing? Tommy, Gina, Pam, Cole. Yeah, that one is my one of my favorites too because I think it's Tommy or Cole in the background laughing. Um, uh-huh. so they like break character, but it's another episode where Cole does it too. Um, mm-hmm. the Dragonfly Jones when he owed Kenji money, and he trying to teach them. He up in uh, Gina and Pam uh, apartment. 
and Cole yeah. just bust out laughing in the <laughs> middle of the scene, and then he had to catch himself and he cover his mouth and like, like turn around like it's he's sitting on the couch like it's so funny like I don't know why that cracks me up, but um that that uh New Jack City scene I forgot somebody said the episode name too, but uh well yeah when they stole the CD player everybody likes that that's that's the most frequent one that people talk about um when I asked them what's their favorite episode of Martin. Um, yeah. So now that we got all of that out of the way, we got our icebreakers. Um, <laughs> now we got to get into you. Now, now, the, now the question is that I was asking you at the beginning: <laughs> a, a lyrics from one of your tracks on on your EP. Now, what's the name of your uh, new EP? Almighty Rouge. Almighty Rouge. Yes. Okay, Rouge. Make sure I could uh, <laughs> pronounce that right. You know, it ain't Rogue, y'all. It's Rouge. Now. <laughs> <laughs> now where um like say what i said like the color oh uh, that's a color yeah so when like women red color so when y'all put rouge on y'all cheeks or whatever a rouge isn't a thing it's a color yeah it's like the color you put on your cheeks oh like to give it like a blushing kind of look oh you learn something new every day mm-hmm. i mean Sometimes you're proud of not knowing stuff. I'm glad I didn't know that because I don't be wanting to know everything about y'all. I want to learn some stuff from some people. So thank you for teaching me that. Um, so where did you get that name from? Um, I just remember us being in the studio and my brother, like everybody was just, I, I don't even remember the first thing because um, Joy is one of the producers on the, uh, on the project. And he, I don't remember what he said. But I was like, no. <laughs> um, and so then um, I want to say my brother said Almighty, Almighty Red or something like that. Um, and I was like, uh, what about Rouge? And he was like, oh, that sounds better. And yeah. then that's how I came about. It, was, it wasn't like too deep. I just knew I wanted to correlate it to Red because... Um, I feel like for me, red has like a different meaning than like usual. Like red is bold and confident, but also I feel like it's one of those colors of like, you, I feel like red is often correlated with evil, but mm -hmm. I feel like it's like the balance before like of imperfection, like someone who isn't like pure, like white, but they aren't evil like black i mean like the darkness of blackness mm -hmm. so yeah wow so you know what all right mighty rouge so you ain't gang affiliated no okay all right you know we gotta check <laughs> here we got a lot of gang members come on the show uh, come up come through oh. the studios and stuff so we just want to make sure you know what i'm saying that like you might be slipping yeah. in something secretly my my gang is my siblings that's, oh okay okay you have a lot of siblings <laughs> Yes, I, I have eight siblings. Well, seven siblings. Seven. Okay. Wow, that's a lot. So, where, where, where are you originally from? Um, born in Philadelphia, raised in Denmark, South Carolina. Mm. Do you? Yeah. What, see a lot of Philly people. How long how, did you spend a lot of time in Philly? No, I was a kid. I mean, uh -huh. we used to go back in the summers, but and I have a lot of family in Philly, but I'm I'm from Denmark. Oh, okay. I'm a southern. I'm a southern girl. At the roots, down south country <laughs> chick. <laughs> down south country, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what those were. I can't say the b word, so I had to substitute chick. Those are your words. Yeah. Um, 
Um, so, but like a lot of people from Philly mm-hmm. are into like the soulful stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like the Jill Scotts and all of that. The Roots. Mm-hmm. And very musically inclined, you know. Um, got Beans. And, well, all of the uh, state property niggas and Meek Mill right. and Eve. <laughs> all of that, y'all, you know. So, I be claiming Philly, too. Nah, nah. I feel like Denmark deserve, we deserve, they deserve their flowers, including me. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of talented people that I know from Denmark, but we're one of those little small towns that people, like, when I tell people I'm from Denmark, they'll be like, oh, you from Denmark? You don't look like you from Denmark. And but I don't like that. Like, I feel look. like the women and men that I know that I went to school with, that I grew up with, like they work hard, Mm -hmm. like very much underestimated, very much expected to do the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have succeeded in a lot of, in a lot of different avenues. And so, yeah, I'm going to rep it to the death of me. (laughs) Rep your your hood, rep your set. Absolutely. Almighty Rouge. That's still, that's still gang affiliated to me. I'm You're trying sorry. to get used to saying it? Like, okay, not Rogue, but Rouge. Yeah, okay. Rouge. I, when I first saw it, I thought about the uh, character from uh, X-Men, but anyway. um, So, you from Denmark. What got you into writing? Uh, you know, music or whatever. Um, I'm, I'll say I've been like, like I, my first memory of writing is probably being in the seventh grade with me and my homegirls. Like we were like our little crew, me, Takara, Yvette, Chantel, Kendra. Shout and out like, to them. Hold on, let's get them. We would write little raps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like group. being the bleachers, like rapping our little raps. Mm-hmm. And it was very minor, like not not something like we took serious, like not going to the studio or writing whole songs or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, we used to write raps. And then me and my siblings, we used to put on shows and, you know, rap, dance. And, and like the people in our community would come out and we would perform on our porch and they, and like, these are grown adults with things to do, <laughs> but they would take time out of their day to like, come watch us perform. Wow. So did so, you, yeah. were you writing? Cause you also do poetry too. Yes. Were you doing poetry first or did you do the music first? Um, Poetry, poetry, okay. definitely poetry. And that came from just like having some childhood traumas and wanting to get things out on paper. Mm-hmm. that you might not necessarily be able to say to someone or or feel the courage to say, and then just kind of turning it into, like, you know, poetry. Mm-hmm. Now, so, yeah. because you were uh, did poetry, was it easier for you to write the music, or was it like a totally different beast or whatever? Nah, it was, it's the same for me. Oh, it's the same. Um, I, think, I think they go hand in hand if you're actually – no shade, no shade. Like there's fun music. And then I feel like things that are like timeless comes from like a poetic perspective. So you, you mean, know? so like Lil John's uh, Put Your Hood Up <laughs> yes. could be timeless. Is that, is, it could do you be see timeless. The, the poetry in that shit? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like, 
that kind of music puts your hood up. It, it reminds you, like, even now when you hear that, it just reminds you of a specific time in your life. Uh, so, nostalgic. I mean, it could be considered super, you know, poetic. Okay. I like poetic how you saved for, it. For people. Shout out, shout out to you saving Lil John his uh, poetic, poetic justice or whatever. So, like, when you hear, when you hear, like, uh, Nina Simone. Mm-hmm. And even kids now, they so definitely misuse a lot of her music on TikTok, and I hate it. But, oh, they do? Um, <laughs> but that's poetry, and it's timeless because mm-hmm. it's so relevant even now, you know? So. Wow. Yeah, I think you might be the first person to drop a Nina Simone reference on the show. So shout out to you for that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so what? what is... Almighty Rouge, is that your first EP or LP or whatever? Or yeah. That's your first one? First, yeah. So um I did have I did a freestyle um to the Chirac instrumental, probably like I want to say probably like 2016. Is that the one where you had the video and you was outside and it looked like I was gonna shoot some people or something? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you have no guns now. This was just Oh, actually, I was at my homecoming. I was at my um, high school homecoming, and we shot a uh, part of it there. Okay, yeah, and, it looked very yeah. menacing. Yeah, but yeah, that was my first time recording. Uh, actual like really recording a song, mm-hmm. and then actually we dropped the song, and then we didn't hit, we didn't make the video until a year later. And, you know, I guess a lot of people missed it because it didn't have a visual to it. So um, when it dropped again, everybody was like, yo, when when the, when the project dropping? And for me, I was just looking for. The delay was probably more so just because I wanted to find someone who could like do an entire project for me, because in that in that realm of pro- of producing. Like, I didn't want to keep rapping over other people's beats, and it wasn't something that I could actually, like, put out and get or perform or yeah. put on Apple Music. Yeah, yeah. Um, So what made you choose an EP as, as opposed to, like, an LV? Um, just because I feel like it was my first time, and I, and I didn't want to, like, do too much. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I feel like everybody feels like when they create something or most people like it's something like like this was my first time doing it. So it was like special to me. Mm-hmm. And if I if you get I feel like if you give people too much, like things that matter to you a lot might get like lost in the sauce. Mm-hmm. And so and for this sauce. to be my like first thing, I wanted to just give people enough for them to want to listen to all of it. Mm hmm. But not too much to where something that I think is like really dope gets like you know, uh. yeah. It's like five, like your EP is five tracks, and uh, it's no excuse for friends and family. At least your friends and family to listen to the whole thing, right? Like five tracks. So uh, it's and you, five tracks. And you said, uh, did you did I ask you on on mic which one was your favorite track? No, 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 no. I didn't ask you. Do you have a favorite track? It's hard. Um, they all like your little babies, huh? <laughs> like having a favorite child. Yeah, I feel like all of them. Yeah, because I just remember my experience for like each one of them, like creating each one of them, especially like being able to have my brother and my sister 
on my um, album, it was just like, cre- even even being able to like create with them was like an honor for me. And I know like my sister, she she ate me up uh, oh, on A1, but her. I was just so proud of her that it didn't even matter, you know? <laughs> and, and was that your brother on Final Hour? Yes, yes, okay. that was my brother on Final Hour. And he's actually an amazing artist. And he's put out a lot more music than I have. And he's someone who's like encouraged me to like keep going. I like like make some raps and I send them to him. We got like probably a million voice memos back and forth to each other of us just like, hey, what you think about this? You know, that mm. kind of thing. Word, word. Well, um, yeah. so you don't have a favorite. Um no. Okay. And we learned that that was your brother and sister because I saw you post. Um, I tag your sister. Yeah, she be um, trying to stay low. <laughs> why is she trying to? It's too late now. She on she on your uh, EP. It's on title. You can't <laughs> be low on title. Use a, a different name, like so. On social media, she does not reference herself as her rapper name at all. So, like, had I not told anyone, they would would not have even known it was her. <laughs> like nobody even recognized her voice. No, she she's very reserved. Like. She's like a silent assassin for real. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So what's what's next for you as far as like musically? Um, I have so many ideas, um, but I definitely want to put out visuals for, if not all of them, at least three of the five projects on my, um, on Almighty Rouge. Um, so that's probably next. And then, for my next project, like I do want to do another project or just like drop a single or something. I'm I'm trying to I'm gonna give Almighty Rouge its time, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I definitely want to. I don't want to say transition, but just kind of like dig more into my creativity and production that is, you know, kind of like out of the ordinary. Okay. So yeah, so Amari Rouge is like I felt like this project was kind of like the chip on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like I needed to get some stuff off my chest, mm-hmm. you know. So it's a little more rougher. Um, when you say rougher, you mean like more like street so, talk or? Yeah, like it's a little more. Yeah. Shit talking on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like you know. I felt like this was in in my in my journey. I feel like a lot of my songs, well, all of my songs like have meaning, but for me, it was more so like how I've allowed people who like doubted me or wanted me to like minimize what I saw for myself. Mm-hmm. Like this was my like f you, oh. you know. And I think my next project. Is is more like I've arrived, and well, this is this is the layers of who I am. Like, so, so the next one would be like kind of more spiritual or whatever. Yes. Word. Okay. All right. What about because uh, we I kind of mentioned that you are um painter too. Mm-hmm. Um, what's next for you, like in your painting world? Uh, well, right now I'm working on a series. Whole a whole series. Yeah, like a a cohesive um couple of paintings that kind of like yeah, like 
oh, okay. that are like a part of one idea, like one vision. Uh-huh. And so I'm I'm more of an urban expressionism. I can do like portraits and stuff, but it is not like please my soul the same way being able to like paint without restriction and without rule does. So is a me. is an urban expressionist is that kind of like a Jean Michel Basquiat? Yeah, Basquiat. Yeah. Okay. All right. Y'all ain't he's no, actually see, one of my favorite artists. See, my listeners ain't knew I'd be up on that shit like that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you know, he said it real smooth. Mm-hmm. like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyway, so that's one of your favorite? Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Okay. And your sister probably be more like Banksy because she don't want nobody to know who she look like. Exactly. Yeah. Word. Okay. Exactly. Word. But yeah, so I have some art now that I'm trying to, because I stay in an apartment right now, I'm mm-hmm. trying to like... I need to I need to repost like my older art so because I want to sell it before I start like making new art because I won't have anywhere to put it. So I don't know. I thought about maybe doing like a small auction or something like that. Oh, for, okay. yeah, some of my older pieces. Well, well, when you um do the uh the what do you call it a series? Yes. When you do the series, um, make some prints in the series because original work is a little expensive. Mm-hmm. And um, my that budget is, is low, so I want to buy a print or two. Okay, okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but yeah, let everybody know where they can find you, your social media, um, where they can find your music, um, where they can buy your art, because your art is dope, too. Um, if you're going to be selling plates, all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Let everybody know okay well i probably won't be selling any plates Dang. but we me and my siblings do have an organization called um 171 fever okay and we do a fever fest we haven't done one since 2017 uh oh, i want to say 2018 2018 i think mm-hmm. but um we will be doing another one where i like curate all of the art and and it, it'll be like a food experience um art experience visual um performing performer performances dancers that all of that kind of stuff would that be in your um, hometown so definitely do that that that'll be in your hometown probably probably do it in my hometown i'm in atlanta right now and i want to like kind of like break out here a little bit so i need to I feel like i just need to go out more but it's very overwhelming here like going out <laughs> especially like by myself Oh yeah. Unlike when I lived in Colombia or in Denmark, it's like everybody know everybody, so it's cool. But here, like, you literally can end up in the back of somebody's van if you oh, you yeah. know go to the wrong place by yourself. Yeah, so true. True. <laughs> there's that. But yeah, so I, I won't be selling any plates, but I am trying to create. Am I saying that right? I feel like close enough. If it, even if it's anyway, close, dinners mm-hmm. that will be a part of one seven. That'll be a part of FIFA Fest where you get to like experience different dishes and rate them and so forth. Okay. Um, but you can find my food at Fifi Feed Me on Instagram. Um, you can find my art at Don Lux Art um, on Instagram. And any inquiries about the art prices, um, wanting to buy, you can just DM me on Don Lux Art. And that's D-A-N-L-U-X-E-A-R-T um, on Instagram. And then my main page is 
Um, Fifi taught me. Mm-hmm. Um, and all my music is there. The links to my music are also there, but you can stream my music on all streaming platforms. It's available on all streaming platforms now, Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, etc. Um, and yeah, and all those links are in my bio. Okay. Um, so, well, Fever, I really appreciate you uh, taking out the time to talk to me today. Um, letting us inside your mind a little bit. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Now, um, for all the listeners, y'all know where y'all can find me, DJ Blaze Show at gmail.com. Email uh, 404-436-2370. Um, call us up. Let us know what you think. Um, what else? Uh, Preacher underscore BP. That's me on Twitter and Instagram. Um, DJ Blaze Show on Twitter and Instagram and DJ Blaze Radio Show on Facebook. Um, anything you want to leave the people with before we get out of here? Um, I just say to everyone, like, if you have dreams or goals, like, don't let anybody revert you from what you see for yourself. It is all very much obtainable. Mm -hmm. So. Word. Well, everybody, uh, appreciate you again, uh, Fever, for coming through, um, and talking to me. Um, and I'm going to leave him with a song from your uh, new EP, A1. But uh, okay. at any rate, it's your boy, Be Easy, and I'm out. All right. For those who have Thank ears, you. listen. Whatever you ask, this, this is the DJ Boy. Welcome, everyone, to your Trap Queens podcast, where we teach, reach, acknowledge, and promote. We're always positive, and everything we speak on is intended for our growth. I am your queen, Tamika Lachey, with my lady co-host, Queen V. Hello, everyone. I'm Queen V, and we are here to teach our community by discussing issues that negatively affect us, and we offer tools to create change. We're reaching all individuals who are willing to change and have a desire to be the best version of themselves. We're also acknowledging people who have taken lemons and made lemonades by highlighting their stories in a way in which we can learn from their experience. And lastly, we are promoting minority businesses by offering trade secrets and other tools to grow their business and encourage success. We are Trap Queens. Trap Queens. So come trap with your queens every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Trap Queens.